Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. All right, he's back with us. He joins us each and every Thursday evening here on the Lake Show. Matthew Collard talks some Minnesota Viking football, courtesy of the uh, the John Schuster Cole Banker Hotline. Before we talk Minnesota Vikings football, Matthew, last segment we did a Lake Show Top 5, kind of a new bit we're doing. And this week, it was most overplayed songs at stadiums, arenas. You got anything you want to offer up? Oh, yes. Oh, yes, I do. I have a very strong opinion on this. Okay. There's, uh, there's two things that I've had absolutely enough of. One is all ACDC. Look, <laughs> it's great. It's great. They had an amazing run of about 40 years. Okay? It's time to move on. All right? It's time to move on. Uh, the other thing is Crazy Train. Now, Crazy Train is an amazing song. Great guitar solo. Awesome stuff, Ozzy Osbourne. We don't have to still be playing Crazy Train. They're, they've made other music since 1974. So it's, there, is, there has been a lot of time, a lot of songs made that the stadiums could investigate and look into. And I'll tell you, when we were in L.A., those people knew what they were doing. It was all like L.A.-based music, lots of deep cuts and stuff like that that they played throughout the game. It is possible for arenas to think about it with their brains and find other songs than Back in Black. Okay? We can do it together. But not everybody can do just local, though. Well, sure. That, I mean, not, they don't have to do all local, but they yeah. can do other. I mean, L.A. is different. But, you know, Chicago plays like some, you know, Guns N' Roses or something before they kick off. You're like, guys, you're Chicago. Could you come up with anything better that yeah. may be based on your all-time great music city? Uh, no, they just played Guns N' Roses because nobody thought of it. They just played whatever was on the button bar for the last 20 years. Well, it's I guess you could look at it this way, and we're the same way in Minnesota. You like what you like. <laughs> <laughs> I think I think people are afraid to try something new. That could be true uh, and too. And then you know, the New York Mets did it with their closer, and they played that crazy horn song, and then everybody just stole that. And it was like, no, 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 don't steal that. Find your version of that. Find what find what makes you you. Arenas. I mean, why used to do minor league baseball, and we'd play Sweet Caroline or something? I'd be like, God, what are we doing? Why why are we doing this? Why are we just taking something from the Red Sox? Why don't we come up with our own seventh inning song? Uh, they didn't appreciate my suggestion, but, you know, it is what it is. Think for yourself, Arenas. All right, so you said afraid to take some chances. Uh, Vikings, they're not afraid to take chances, are they? I mean, final game of the year. We got Nick Mullins at quarterback again. Nick Mullins 
over Joshua Dobbs, over Jaron Hall. Your thoughts? Well, that is certainly a guy that's not afraid to take chances. That is absolutely true. <laughs> and uh, we saw that when he played against the Lions last time. But actually, after watching Jaron Hall, uh, Nick Mullins looked like Joe Montana uh, in comparison to Jaron Hall. I think what we found out about Jaron Hall is that he was not at all capable of handling the speed of the NFL. And after the game, he looked pretty shook up, and he said, I would have benched me too, basically. And, you know, that that's why you play him, is to find out. Because you know what the other guys got, you know they're not going to be part of the future, and you know that they can't really win games for you, so you might as well take a swing at it. Uh, if you were really thinking about, like, at all costs, you have to win that game, I guess you would have run back Mullins. We're probably always going to wonder what the hell happened with Josh Dobbs. Yep. Like, how did it go from being really good uh, to just QB3? This is, like, weird. <laughs> um, but, I mean, I think what happened was that opponents figured out how to keep him in the pocket, and then, you know, that, that happens sometimes to a backup caliber quarterback. But uh, they had to go back to Dobbs because they have to actually be able to you know, play football capably and, and get the ball out of the quarterback's hands, give Justin Jefferson a shot. He's looking for a thousand yards. Um, they, they, and I think it's a risk to Jaron Hall's health to have him play. And so they should just, you know, give him another year. And, and if he makes improvements in training camp, then you go forward with him. And if he doesn't, you cut him like Kellen Mond. And that's kind of where we're at right now. So yeah, it's uh, you know, it's not an exciting situation, Henry. Have you seen this headline about uh, Amon uh, Amon uh, Saint uh, Ross Saint Brown uh, being really upset? It sounds like over uh, getting snubbed out of the Pro Bowl. Uh, yeah, I saw a few of those, and I gotta say, Pro Bowl time is always a great uh, season for the word snub. I don't hear anyone use the word snub ever, except for right after the Pro Bowl come out so a big day for that yesterday uh the pro bowl thing is tough i was standing in the locker room next to a player who was filling out his pro bowl ballot and he was he asked me hey is this guy having a good year i suggested somebody else but he went with that guy because it was his friend and i thought this is great (laughs) you know i mean if we were doing if we were doing it like honestly we would probably have, like, the analytics people or something figure this out, uh, as opposed to players who play how many opponents a year? Because you got your division games, so they play 14 or 13 different opponents if you, you can't count your own team. I mean, so they, they see a third of the league, mm-hmm. and they only look at their position. They only look at their job, and then they're supposed to tell you who was the best left guard. You're going to ask a, a cornerback to tell you who the best left guard was? It's always going to be, you know, kind of silly. The same but the problem is, too, there's a lot of great players. There's a lot of great receivers. Amon Ross St. Brown is a Pro Bowl receiver, but there was a bunch of other guys who made the Pro Bowl. Like Christian Derrissaw probably deserved to be in the Pro Bowl, but they gave it to Lane Johnson, who's one of the best to ever do it. So I, I don't know. It's, it's always a tricky thing. Every year some guys get really mad, and there's not a whole lot we can do about it, and there's never going to be a perfect voting process. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. 
Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me, because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Hey everyone, Boomer Esiason here. The NFL Draft is behind us and your favorite team is now gearing up for week number one. The free Odyssey app puts you right in the middle of the pro football conversation with the biggest sports radio stations from across the country. The local voices who know your team the best, giving you their unfiltered takes on the current state of your squad. It's always football season right here on the free Odyssey app. Talking to Matthew Collar, Purple Insider here on the Lake Show on News Talk 830 WCCO. Uh, this coming Sunday, will it be the final time that we ever see Daniil Hunter uh, run out there in the purple for the purple? I think so. Uh, I think his price is going to be very high, and I don't know how the Vikings do it. Um, if they were going to work out a deal with him long term, they would have done it before the season. They intentionally put it in there that uh, he uh, could not be franchise tagged, so they don't even have that button to push. If they're going to keep him, they have to pay up for him. He's got to be going top dollar, and I don't see how his side would not go to free agency, so you'd have to be battling with everybody else making offers for Daniil Hunter services. And, you know, you can look at this, I guess, uh, one of two ways. I mean, you can look at it as if they had just gotten this done – uh, before the season, then, you know, that we'd be talking about how great they have their awesome pass rusher who had all those sacks. At the same time, uh, there's difficult decisions to be made when it comes to where you're going to put your money in the future, right? I mean, the roster to me is pretty weak overall uh, when you project it forward. And you know, are you going to put $30 million, $25 million, whatever it is, into Daniil Hunter and take the risk that he falls off and take the risk that he gets hurt. Uh, you know, that, that still exists in the air with Hunter, even though he stayed healthy the last few years. You look at Jared Allen's career, I mean, all of a sudden he went from being amazing to not anymore and then retired. Like, th- this happens all the time once you get to 30 is suddenly 
guys can't play anymore, and there's no real explanation for it other than just age catches up with everyone. So you'd be taking quite a risk, I think, by making him one of the highest-paid players in the league, and that's a lot of money to spread out to the rest of the roster where it's really needed. So I, I tend to think that that will be the case, but you know, no one's going to complain if they bring him back. It just makes things very tricky going forward with the salary cap. Even though he missed games this year, Justin Jefferson is going to be the highest-paid wideout going into next season, right? Yeah, I think he's going to be the highest-paid non-quarterback in the league. I think that Nick Bosa got to 34, and if you're Justin Jefferson, yeah, okay, you had a hammy injury. He could still get to 1,000 yards despite missing like half the season. Uh, I think Jefferson's going to be arguing that 30, you know, 35 million is, is probably the mark for him, and you know, the Vikings are going to look at Tyreek Hill. That's uh, 30 million, and there's going to be a debate between. You know, does he want a five-year deal? Is he looking for a three-year deal? Whatever it is, but I mean, this that that has to be the case that they have to extend him pretty much no matter what. Yeah, we're talking to Matthew Cowliff and the Purple Insider here on the Lake Show News Talk eight three zero W C C O. I've not talked to you since we last chatted. I want to get your perspective on what took place with the. Uh, the Lions and the Cowboys, because I just I, I know you can you, you're you're great with jokes and just kind of assessing situations. But I just find it so laughable, Matthew, that the you know the NFL and the referees and they're trying to tell us one thing, and we have video and it was televised and we saw something else. It just for the life of me, like I look at that video. And I can see that the referee, maybe in his line of sight, he wasn't trying to acknowledge or maybe didn't see Taylor Decker. But for anybody to say that Decker wasn't getting his attention or letting him know that I'm, I'm you know, I'm eligible, I think is is a joke. Yeah, I mean, the problem is not that a mistake was made. It's the process around it. I mean, number one, uh, if there was a referee in a booth who we had transparency of, uh, which the XFL tried, and I thought it worked great, actually, where they would go inside the booth with the cameras, with the microphone, and the audience at home would get to hear the whole process of how they did a review. Phenomenal. You might not agree with it, but uh, whatever their call was, but you could hear their thinking all the way through of why they made a particular call, and it made it so much easier to understand as opposed to, you know, John Perry says one thing, and then the refs do another thing, and then we're all just confused and angry. So there was that. Uh, I don't know if that would have helped the Lions situation, but if there was a a ref in the booth who could have looked back and said, no, actually it was the other player who checked in. Um, But once they announced it, it was over there and they couldn't, you know, do anything about it. So then you get to why is there no accountability or honesty? I mean, do you remember, uh, I'm sure you do, when the Detroit Tigers pitcher threw a no-hitter. Yes. And there was a bad call at first base. And he stepped on the bag, and then they, he said he was yeah. – they said he was safe. Yep. Yes, yes. And it was extremely obvious to everyone, including the pitcher. I'll never forget his face being like, wait, what? Huh? <laughs> safe? Huh? And the, the umpire came out after that, and he said, I screwed up. Yep. I cost that guy's no-hitter. That was on me. It was my fault. I made a mistake. I feel terrible about it. I wish I could take it back. And you know what? If the referee did that and said, you know what? 70 had checked in all game long, and I thought it was 70, and it was 68, and, and, and I apologize. I just had it wrong. I think everyone would be like, all right, moving on. 
But it's the NFL being like, no, no, the whole Lions team is lying and the video is lying. <laughs> like, come on, man. And then people trying to blame the Lions. This is not that uncommon of a thing. Teams do this. Uh, I have Jeremiah Searles, former Vikings offensive lineman, on my podcast each week. He's, he had done this in games before where he was the guy who checked in and then all of a sudden late in the game they had somebody else check in. It's, it's not the first time anyone's ever done it. Oh, why did they have this guy or that guy go over this way or that way? No, no. This is something that was 100% on the ref that all he had to do after the game was say, and, and even not even just directly after the game, because maybe he didn't realize it's still then because it just happened. But after that, just come out and say, we just made a mistake, and we're sorry, and there's nothing we can do about it in that sports. And I think everyone at that point would have said, okay. But even when you make an, a mistake that everyone knows you made, you still come out and are like, no. I mean, that's just so classic NFL. I think the arrogance of that is what's frustrating. Yeah, it is. Uh, who do you like and why this weekend in the matchup? I like uh, Michael Penix against Michigan, and I cannot wait to watch the national championship for two quarterbacks that could be Vikings. That's not, oh, that's not the, the game. The, yeah. the Vikings. Yeah. yeah, I don't. I don't know. Uh, the Lions. I mean, I'm, I'm with you on Penix. I mean, Penix and those guys made me some money. Washington. I had Washington money line last week, and, I, and I'm going Washington yeah. money line again. Arm talent, man. It's arm talent and leadership, command of the offense. That dude has everything. But I think I might go Michigan. Their defense is insane. I just think that Washington's got too many skill position guys that are just that are just too dynamic. Like yeah. it isn't just a couple of whiteouts. I mean, they got like they got like four or five dogs. Yeah, no, you're right. No, they do. I just Michigan's D line is good. Their secondary is good. Uh, but I mean, I think it'll be a great game. As far as Vikings Lions go, I guess I would say. I mean, of course, I think the Lions will win. But in a way, you're like, don't screw this up and win, Vikings, because they are in a spot right now, a very good spot with the draft. If they don't win this game. And if they do win this game, they're very, very, very likely not getting in the playoffs anyway. So all you would do is just hurt your own draft status. Hey, real quick, let me ask you one final thing. And this has nothing to do with the Vikings, but it's in the division. The Chicago Bears, I think, are going to put themselves in a situation where they're going to make a bad decision. I think that they, at the end of the year, that they're going to move on from Justin Fields. I like Justin Fields. Um, I know that he's got he's still got a lot of maturity in terms of he got to grow and he's got to make better decisions all that, but I don't think that Caleb um, um, Caleb Williams is going to be better. I, I don't think he's going to be better than Justin Fields. W- w- would you drop? Would you cut the cord with Justin Fields? Very very tough call, man. Very tough call because I think that the players want to stick with Fields and build around him, and we see rosters dominating everything in the NFC. Uh, especially, you know, like with San Francisco and Brock Purdy. But if you're the team that passed up on Caleb Williams and he goes to the Patriots and becomes a Hall of Famer and Justin Fields continues to be middling, I mean, man, that's that's a tough one. I, you know, it's it's very hard because like you that's know, that's the decision you, you got to make, though. You got you got to yep. figure you got to make a tough decision. Yep, yep, you do. But I think they could support the number one pick uh, if it's Caleb Williams as as well as anybody can because of how much they've built. Uh, on their roster so I, I don't know that's a tough call the one thing if you stay with fields and it doesn't work out is you'll have more options in the future yep so that is kind of an important factor to this whole thing yep hey thanks so much matthew man i'll, I'll talk to you uh a little bit later sounds good thanks henry all right take care matthew college joining us here on the lake show okay picture this it's friday afternoon when a thought hits you 
I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Baseball is in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up. And your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app. The biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place. Exclusive interviews with players, coaches, and team executives streaming live and always available on demand. Stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the Odyssey app. 